Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. As a recap, last season, we focused on change management and helping our listeners understand how to positively influence the change they want to see in their organization. This season, our fourth season, We want to focus on some of the important aspects facing many organizations today regarding the future of work and how organizations can create a healthy work culture of the future. Today on Survive and Thrive, I want to discuss the recent college graduate experience as they enter a post-pandemic workforce. With the coronavirus causing fear and uncertainty throughout the world, it makes sense that it would slow down young people's transition into the labor market. However, things seem to be looking up for most of the class of 2022. According to the NACE's Job Outlook 2020 report, employers plan to hire 26.6% more new graduates than the year before, which inspires hope and a newfound optimism for the next generation of workers. No matter what your industry, leaders will have interviewed or even hired this new group over the past year or so. And that is a process I'm sure we have all noticed the shifting workplace attitudes and even skill sets that this age group holds. This is what we're going to discuss today, how expectations for the employee experience have been upped and what leaders must do in the future if they want to attract some of this top talent, especially the younger workers eager to get their foot in the door. Before we delve into that, what can we do really to prioritize employee experience? I want to quickly paint a picture about this new wave of employees to show where these new expectations or even fears are coming from. So how is the class of 2022 feeling about joining the workforce? Well, according to TimelyMD survey, 69% of college seniors feel that the pandemic has made them less prepared for the future citing poor mental health, physical health, and academic struggles as contributing factors. If they do find employment, 65% are worried about the ability to keep a job, and 52% fear that they won't be able to support themselves financially, adding a barrier to starting their adult lives for sure. This is an interesting contradiction at play here. Since 57% of employers believe that entry-level job seekers have the upper hand, as reported by Monster.com, mostly due to the perceived lack of interest from the other side. In fact, 72% of employers have admitted to increasing their base salaries over the past year to attract entry-level candidates. 74% have recruiters stated that they'll still be ghosted by this very group. If they can't get adequate responses from new workers, it's very easy to assume that this group isn't shooting for the jobs they're offering. Many young people seeking these positions seem to disagree. 58% of new graduates question their leverage and the intentions of the same employers, leaving this demographic ultimately insecure and anxious about the prospects to come. 
As leaders, we want to assure the employees and future employees alike that their concerns are validated and addressed, but more on that later in the episode. For now, let's talk about what new grads are looking for in a company when applying for their first job. As we've discussed in previous episodes, the Great Resignation, or more aptly called the Great Reshuffle, workers are taking a hard look at what they expect from their work environment and its leaders. We know that many parents have changed career paths to better accommodate their family needs, but what about the young people? What are they looking at from an employee experience perspective? First, I'd like to point out that Gen Z is not necessarily today's current teenagers. The oldest Gen Zers are 25. The oldest millennials are over 40. So when we're talking about the younger workers, we're discussing not only those entering the workforce this year, but those who have been around for a little while at least. A survey conducted by Bamboo HR and Talent LMS found that 82% of Gen Z employees seek mental health days as part of their employment package. 76% want to work for a company that prioritizes kindness, and 77% expect their employers to make tangible steps towards diversity and inclusion. We've discussed the importance of diversity and inclusion for both employees and employers alike, and if you'd like to learn more on that topic, check out Season 4, Episode 6. I highly recommend it. If you want to hear more about diversity, say, in the tech industry, which has been a hot button recently, we covered that in episode 17. For now, it's relevant to think about the imperative DEI efforts are to companies, teams, and top talent, as demonstrated by a report conducted by the Born This Way Foundation. Young people are also searching for employment with stronger pay and benefits. Seven out of 10 participants reported that they could not pay for their mental health care and that the current health care plan does not adequately cover access to therapies and other mental health services they need. And with the cost of inflation, historically high rent and gas prices, and higher cost of living overall, entry-level salaries from 2021 are no longer making the cut in 2022. Ultimately, Young people want a safe and supportive work environment with socially conscious leaders at the helm. This not only reflects their values, but solves a lot of the insecurity we highlighted earlier in this episode. Now we know what graduates are looking for, so what can we do about it as leaders? As leaders, there are many steps we can take to empower this generation to succeed not only at entry-level work, but to become future leaders of tomorrow. Despite the upfront cost of offering competitive pay, expanded healthcare coverage, providing additional time off for mental health, or even just personal breaks, you're more likely to attract top talent in your field and minimize turnover. We've discussed in previous episodes the importance of reducing turnover, as it can cost half to two times of the salary of the employee to replace them. Not only will your talent be more productive, but you'll waste less time in hiring and training new staff. Companies with lower turnover rates experience higher productivity, happier workers, and lower costs overall. In fostering a caring work environment, make yourself readily available for mentorship. 
your influence can help shape your employees into future upper management leaders that will share your organization's values and goals. Additionally, culture is certainly important. By creating a diverse and inclusive atmosphere through hiring practices and workplace training, a positive and efficient environment can certainly be within your reach. When you invest in your team, they will invest in you and your projects. By prioritizing community and care, you will be rewarded with talented and eager incoming group of workers that are waiting for you to give them an opportunity. You may even be surprised at how their energy can be contagious to the rest of the team and result in a company not just surviving, but also thriving in the future of work. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining this week's episode of our Survive and Thrive podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.